you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl Janon right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course, where they are now. So what is happening y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. I hope that Everybody is taking proper breaks for their mental health and also taking breaks to have snacks and drink water in between bouts of work. And I say this (laughs) specifically to the body of students out there listening to this particular episode because, again, we are brought to you by the Campus and Community Radio Station at the University of Guelph, CFRU 93.3 FM proudly proudly so i'm assuming that uh when this episode gets broadcasted and y'all happen to be in the guelph and nearby regions or you happen to be walking past cfru and tko is uh, on air i really hope that this resonates with at least some of you out there i hope that you know, you're you're taking your work seriously, but also at the same time, you're prioritizing yourself. I feel like this is something that it's really hard to keep telling yourselves and it's much better received if it comes from another person or a person that cares about us and loves us, maybe like a beloved friend or a partner or a family member. But somehow, and y'all tell me if you feel the same way, I just feel like, you know, when it comes to us telling ourselves, hey, you know what, I I gotta take some breaks for my own well-being in order to actually have a productive work session and to get through this (laughs) chunk of work, I feel like we're probably not the best at that. At least a lot of us aren't and myself included. So um, I totally understand how tough... The times might be right now, um, but I just wanted to put this out there in case, like for whoever needs to hear it right now, I know November is a month of grinding and hustling, but we're almost there. We're almost done. You got this. And another thing is you are not alone. You have your friends, you have your peers, you have your loved ones, you have family members, people that love you and care about you and support you, um, you know, just keep pushing, keep pushing through all the challenges and the hard work and you will be rewarded at the end of the day. Um, I am definitely sure of that. And (laughs) I feel like, okay, in case you haven't picked this up yet, I feel like I really do mention a lot of these things so that it's just, they're kind of motivated by moments in my own life (laughs) because um, in case y'all don't already know I'm actually a grad student myself I am completing my PhD at the University of Guelph so I'm actually (laughs) 
opposite to popular belief i'm actually not even an mma fighter or anything uh because just because i do tko i am a woman of science hashtag women in stem let's go <laughs> but um yeah i mean um i feel like every journey has its ups and downs and especially when we're talking about our careers and schooling um if we want to zoom out and look at things from a bird's eye view you know at the end of it we can definitely attest to the fact that you know what yeah there were challenges there were ups and downs but we overcame them and here we are we conquered what needed to be conquered and here we are but at the same time i just want to use this platform that i have in front of me and hopefully it reaches whoever needs to hear it and i just want to say you know please prioritize yourself please prioritize your health because again i've been in your shoes and continue to remain in your shoes and you know um uh, like i was mentioning before i just feel like it's much easier if it comes from much easier to be received rather if it comes from another person who you know loves and cares about you as opposed to you trying to tell yourself it actually takes a lot of practice for you to be able to tell it to yourself but here I am, hopefully it reaches the right audience, hopefully it reaches whoever needs to hear it today, you're almost there, you know, you've been through challenges similar to this before, you will get through it again, and you got this, but also make sure you prioritize yourself, all right, that's all I gotta say about that, Ooh, okay, starting the show on a very wholesome note, as you can tell, but yo, okay, so I'm Mm, okay so right now what time is it it's like 6 41 p.m on a wednesday uh i usually pre-record tko because of my um uh, lab schedule that i have for my phd i usually just record the night before and uh actually this is the first time that i'm recording at cfru studios holla at this time of the day, last week when I came in for the first time in three years, which I was so excited about, I actually came in during the day and it was a different vibe. Now it's also a different vibe. But either way, so incredibly happy to be here. And if you couldn't tell already, I'm so hyped. I had a iced Americana before I walked into the studio. So... If it sounds like I'm 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 on something, I mean I am on something, and that something is some good old ice americana, okay? Oh, also with a chocolate Danish, pretty good. Warmed up, toasted, mm, crunchy, mm, 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 the buttery croissant, uh, or uh, yeah, yeah, just like whatever the pastry is, the chocolate melted into it, and it just mm, mm, mm. so. My blood sugar uh, is good. My caffeine levels are regulated and I'm relatively hydrated, but not as much as I should be. So we are ready to rock and roll. Okay, I'm so excited to get this episode started now. <laughs> not to sound a little bit anticlimactic, but ooh, okay, I should have found a soundbite that was like a sad violin playing in the background. 
but y'all know we're all about the hype vibes so I'm, uh, i just i should have thought about it i should have i should really prepare now that i'm back in the uh, radio studio i really should prepare a list of relevant sound bites that i could be using for the show i do have a prominent one that i actually used last time which i will again use this time but it's like you never know you never know if you have to just cue some sad violin music you never know if you should just play some applaud applauding music or some um you know dance hall air horns or just mm, whatever it is you never know so you better come prepared i'll come prepared <laughs> you already know um so yeah so sad violin music <laughs> i'll just uh, verbalize it until i actually have the sound by next time so why should i play some sad violin music for y'all this is because unfortunately we don't have any fights coming up for this weekend but i have a bunch of incredible updates for you guys uh in regards to i would say three big things three big overarching themes one relates to ufc 297 happening in toronto so i know i've been talking about this for a while <laughs> but um i do have a little bit of an update regarding the toronto fight card I don't know if y'all have already heard about it, but because I, I already told y'all last week, if anything comes my way and if there are any updates or whatever it is, I'll definitely bring it up on the show. There's been a little bit of an update, so I'll talk about it briefly in the beginning. So I want to follow that up with the next pay-per-view card. Just briefly talking about the next pay-per-view card that we have for the UFC, which is uh, actually the last pay-per-view card of the year 2023. It is going to be UFC 296 happening in T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas. Mm. So see, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I guess, unfortunately for me, I feel like all the seats are probably sold out by now. But anyways, I mean, I still have experiments to do around this time. Um, so it's not like I could just catch a flight to Vegas and watch the fights. But if I could, I would if there, there are any tickets available anyways. But uh, see, this... Mm, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm also jumping all over the place. As you can tell, the ice Americano is starting to kick in. Um, but this is the sort of card, and I will talk about it in more detail in a bit. This is the sort of card that I really wish the UFC would just bring to Toronto. Because why? Okay, now hear me out. Okay, Canadian fans, I know you can you can resonate with this. Okay, because why is it that all the good fight cards, all the good pay per view fight cards for the UFC always happen in Las Vegas or New York City? It's just, there's just no other way around it. And the UFC, I don't know why they do this, man. It's either that, if it's in the States, or if it's an incredibly big card involving some fighters from Dagestan or, uh, you know, what have you, they'll have it in like Saudi Arabia or the UAE. Um, so there's no other, there, that, that's just the options that we have these days. Like if a fight is pretty damn good, they'll either have it in Vegas or they will just have it in Abu Dhabi or something. But um, for, when they want to bring a fight card to Canada after what, six, seven years? Ugh, these are, I mean, not to not to talk crap or smack about 
the fighters that are going to be fighting in Toronto because we already know we have a bunch of Canadian fighters fighting on that card. And I'm so incredibly happy that we finally have our Canadian UFC fighters just getting the platform that they've been deserving for the longest time. But you know, when it comes to some of those bigger name fights that are happening on the Toronto fight card, they're just uh, like you really wish at least some of the fights that we're going to be having for UFC 296 in Las Vegas on December 16th, we could just transfer some of them to the Toronto fight card. So it would just be just like a little bit of um, a little bit of spice, you know what I mean? And <laughs> I'm sorry, I just feel like it, this is all coming across very judgmental. I mean, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, but uh, anyway, so you'll understand why I'm just having so much fuss about all the cool fights that are happening at UFC 296 and why we should transfer some over to UFC 297 because the main event for UFC 296 is going to be for the welterweight championship belt on the line. And the fight is going to be between the current champion, Leon Edwards, who's going to be fighting off against the former champion, Colby Covington. The former... Yeah, I mean, was he the interim or the actual champion? Now, my memory cannot cooperate because it's been a long day, but uh, we all know Colby Covington. There's no introduction to Colby Covington. We, If, if y'all are confused about who he is, um, I would highly recommend, I mean, maybe yes, maybe not, go on a social media he might scare you away. He might not. Um, <laughs> there's, it's a 50-50 thing. But uh, Colby Covington is a very interesting personality in the world of mixed martial arts in that uh, he, he, I mean, fighting style aside, he is the type of guy who wants to bring in a lot of publicity through his unique ways of trash talking and just his demeanor and act outside the octagon which is really interesting again like I feel like since the dawn of Conor McGregor a lot of guys just came in and I mean I hate to put it this way but they're pretty much like Conor McGregor wannabes and not to disrespect Colby Covington, <laughs> maybe a little bit, but I just feel like he kind of thought that that was the cool thing to do. But unfortunately, at least in my humble opinion, anyways, whenever he attempts to talk smack about people in fights or just have that, you know, bad guy sort of aura, it's just, you know, this man is a jokester. You you already know it's like, I don't know if he's actually serious about the type of persona that he's putting out. But to all the fans out there, I, in all honesty, I don't know a Colby Covington genuine fan. I mean, like j just looking at Colby Covington and the type of person that he appears to be outside the octagon. I'm not talking about his fighting style at all. I'll be talking about it in a few moments. But just the type of person that he is when he's not fighting it's a little bit problematic and some of the people that he's been affiliated with has been also uh like the list of those individuals has been also a little bit problematic and yeah so it's been it's been interesting vibes with him but here he is he's actually getting a title shot against leon edwards and in all honesty, this was not something that I expected anyways, because 
I mean, Colby, I know that he has been going through a hiatus of just courtroom stuff with uh, Jorge Masvidal, which we all know, Street Jesus. Um, the two go back a, a long time and they actually used to be teammates. Some uh, altercation came up with Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal and things were actually taken to court. Colby said uh, or um, allegedly said and claimed that Jorge Masvidal had assaulted him in some way and uh, things actually went to court but to my knowledge Jorge Masada actually won that case and Colby lost so for all of that he had been um, a little bit just not within anybody's radar he had been out of the fight scene for a while but here he is actually getting a title shot and at this point you know, uh, the caliber of uh, this, sorry, what am I trying? <laughs> okay, my brain just kind of glitched for a second. For a fight of this caliber too, I think in all honesty, I think it's it might be a little bit too much for Colby Covington. I don't think he truly deserved a title shot at this point because again, he hasn't fought in a while and with all the controversies surrounding him, Things have been a little bit messy. Now, I just quickly pulled up the list of ranked fighters in the welterweight division. So like I mentioned, Leon Edwards is the current welterweight champion. But where, okay, Colby Covington is number three. But who else do we have here as number one and two, which in my opinion should have gotten a title shot beforehand before Colby Covington so number one is Kamaru Usman who we all know is the former welterweight champion Kamaru Usman recently moved up a weight division and uh, fought he lost though he fought against uh, Hamza Chemaev actually in the middleweight division he lost it but the fight was short notice as we all remember nonetheless he lost um now i don't know if uh kamaru uh it, it was kamaru's decision not to not to want to do another fight that recently or what it was or maybe he was injured or maybe he just needed some time off until the end of the year whatever the reasoning is super duper valid so that's so fair but then number two, okay, I'll be totally honest. If I were a matchmaker at the UFC, I would totally have Leon Edwards, the champion, fight against the number two contender in the welterweight division, Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad, um, he's been putting on some amazing performances recently. If anybody's deserving of a title shot in the middleweight division, in all honesty, I genuinely think it's Bilal Muhammad. However... I don't know what's going on. I don't know why the UFC totally skipped over him. Maybe he was offered the fight and he just declined it for various reasons. But if it's truly the case that they just randomly skipped over Bilal Muhammad and gave the fight to Colby Covington, then that's something to be a little bit just a little bit um, wary of because in all honesty... Well, if I were, I'll give you my perspective so that people don't come at me later being like, 
Well, what do you know about UFC matchmaking? Well, I'm giving you my perspective as a MMA slash boxing commentator and podcaster who's been podcasting, doing radio since 2016, and an avid fan of mixed martial arts and just combat sports in general since however long ago, basically, since I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> okay. But uh, in all honesty, having, if again, going back to what I was saying, not to get on a tangent, if I were a matchmaker at the UFC, I would, my criteria for giving people a title shot would be, okay, this person, they've had this many wins, for example, like in the past, I don't know, let's say six fights that they've had, they've had this many wins, this many losses, or this many draws, this is the manner in which they were successful in fights, like for example, this person had this many knockouts or this person showed so much dominance in the majority of their fights so I would just try to go and maybe like in a, in a in a way objectively try to evaluate every fighter maybe give them a score or something and then based on the scoring that I do I would then try to rank people uh, in terms of who is actually deserving of a proper title shot not just randomly go to the person who I kind of think will bring I mean unfortunately sometimes which is the case not automatically go to the person who brings the most clout to the events which again I'm not trying to say that the UFC is doing one thing or another but again when I see deserving people before him in the UFC rankings who didn't get this title shot against uh, Leon Edwards that's what we kind of think of, right? Because again, Colby hasn't been in the game for a while and he was dealing with some drama outside the octagon with all the um, uh, courthouse stuff that he was going through with Jorge Masvidal and he just lost the case. And it's like, mm, is he even like ready to fight? Because again, I, I, I am not too familiar on what sort of documentation was treated in the courthouse and if Colby I mean either way just just it's annoying it's really tedious to be dealing with legal issues right and just imagine if you were in his shoes having to fight in uh, a couple of weeks and you recently find out that you actually lost a huge uh, court case <laughs> a legal case against Jorge Masvidal of course that's gonna I mean, it's not fun, but also it's just it weighs on your and on your mental health and your mentality as a fighter in general. Like, how are you supposed to go into training camp focusing on what what it is that you got to focus on and and just not think about that? I mean, it is a pretty big deal, and he just went through that. And I guess on my behalf, anyways, like I am, um, like sympathizing or rat not sympathizing I guess what's ah, empathizing empathizing I'm trying to empathize a little bit with uh, Colby in this case because if I were in his shoes I wouldn't want to go in the octagon and fight out like in two weeks after I just lost a big case in court against not just anybody but Jorge Masvidal so um yeah things are actually going to be in my opinion a little bit tough for him in this fight because Leon Leon is a very interesting fighter 
I think actually, uh, in all honesty, even when he became the champion, a lot of people started like not to start doubt, not to start to doubt him per se, but they would look at other people and be like, "Oh, okay, like yeah, that like X and Y would totally beat up Leon Edwards." And somehow, even though he's the champion right now, Leon Edwards is treated as a underdog champion, if that makes sense. Which again, I'm just giving y'all my own perspective, but I I never have I have never talked to a MMA fan who's been like, okay, like I like Leon Edwards. I mean, in my opinion, I think he deserved to be the champion for the sort of challenges that he's overcome in his career and the sort of people that he has fought in his career and the manner in which he had won. And again. I'm just a huge fan of underdogs in general because nobody really thinks that they're going to get the job done, but they get it done nonetheless. And I think that uh, the people, the underdogs who possess the mentality that uh, a mentality similar to Leon Edwards, they're always successful. And it's just, you know, it doesn't matter what other people think of you. As long as you have so much belief and trust in yourself, you will go out there and get the job done. And for that reason, I always, I've always had a lot of respect for Leon Edwards. However, all that being said, again, like I, I really... I know a lot of people also I don't know if y'all can hear this I'm just trying to fix <laughs> my chains here um again I, I don't know a lot of people who are just avid Leon Edwards fans I, I again I have a lot of respect for him but I just don't know if there's a lot of fans for him out there if that makes sense just for the amazing person that he is but anyways I mean he is a champion in my opinion he deserves to be the champion is this the best matchup against Colby Covington? Well, not for Colby Covington. In my opinion, in all honesty, it is a good matchup for Leona Edwards because if anything, I mean, yeah, Colby brings brings in a lot of that entertainment aspect and the trash talking aspect of things. And um, he brings a lot of entertainment and viewership to the fight. And for Leon Edwards, you know, considering all the sort of stuff that Colby has been going through outside the octagon, it could potentially weaken him inside the octagon. And so Leon can actually take advantage of that and just get the job done as fast as he can and just move on. And, you know, that'll be another title defense on his record. And a with this, through all this, he would show to the world that, yes, he deserves to be the champion and he beat someone you know well known in the in the welterweight division so it's actually a pretty good opportunity for him but for Colby Covington mm -mm, I don't really think so y'all I really don't think that he is going to come into this fight ready he's just dealing with so much he's got so much on his plate and I know I kind of talked about him as if I didn't like him I mean he's not really my favorite fighter but at the same time I do feel for him because of everything that he's had to deal with outside the octagon and I can only imagine how stressful and hectic things have been for him in the in this um, entire time either way that fight is happening UFC 296 the last fight card of the year and interestingly enough and again <laughs> not to go on yet another tangent but it's almost like this triangle of um well 
Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington, and Leon Edwards. Because if y'all remember, in my opinion, the rise of Jorge Masvidal was when Jorge went to the UK to fight against Leon Edwards. If y'all remember that fight. And in that fight, um, wait, hold up. It wasn't to fight <gasps> Leon Edwards. No. Okay. He went to the UK to fight Darren Till. Okay. I remember now. He Jorge went to the UK to fight against Darren Till, but Leon Edwards happened to be fighting on the same card. And if y'all remember in the backstage, Jorge got in an altercation with Leon Edwards because uh, Leon was talking smack to Jorge. And this is where the three-piece and a soda uh, saying came about from Jorge Masvidal because Jorge was doing an interview. Leon started talking smack to him and uh, uh, Jorge got offended. He They started f- actually throwing some shots at each other. And later when asked about it, Jorge just referred to it as, oh yeah, I just gave him a three-piece and a soda. So... Um, as you can tell, there's almost like a fight triangle, uh, a fight drama triangle, should I say, going on here. The thing with Leon and Jorge, the thing with Jorge and Colby in the courthouse, and now Leon fighting against Colby Covington. It's an interesting sort of triangle going on. Ah, nonetheless, we love to see it. I mean, not to say that we thrive off of drama, but it's just uh, it's a little bit juicy and it's just hard not to talk about. Okay. Anyways, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Darn it. I, w- I wish we had more time to talk about some other things. But alas, here we are. I'm just looking at the clock. <laughs> I'm looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRE.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. So good. Just hey.